telling you something, but <laughs> probably am. So Tools is basically three key sort of product lines, which we hope work together. It's a membership model, as Mary mentions, um, and uh, one of the key parts of that is we have these things called thinkins, and what we are doing is we're holding events for our members, mostly in London at the moment, but increasingly outside London, where we genuinely have a conversation with our, with our membership, who at the moment about three to 4,000 who were recruited through a Kickstarter last year, and they, um, they're on a sort of range of topics, because the current coming up are motherhood, we will notice, by the way, motherhood, 6 p.m. on a Wednesday, great timing team, but uh, they um, taught us uh, can, can renewables power the planet. We have a sort of, week, at the moment, have a sort of weekly what's going on in the world discussion. Um, we've got you know, one on Britishness, um, has Me Too failed? One of the, the purpose of these, and I confess, when I started at Tortoise my, a month ago, many, many years ago, a month ago, um, I was sort of thought, oh, well, it's a, it's a journalism business with, a, with an event side, right? That's, that's a normal thing for being a reporter these days. But actually, one of the things that's really striking is that we have really engaged members, they're really thoughtful, we've commissioned an enormous amount of stuff out of having these conversations. Because the people who come to these, particularly the thematic ones, the ones that aren't open news discussions but are clear, are people who really thought about it and really care about it, and they often... The reason they want to come to an event is because they think the media is getting something wrong. And even if we're not actually, if you like, reporting on what they say, we are reporting often on themes that they raised. So I, the first thing I wrote for Tortoise was about if there were to be a second referendum on European Union membership, what would the question be? And that came out of some of our members talking about, so hang on a minute, why, why, I, there, are t there are referendums I would support and there are referendums I wouldn't support. We can't too much coverage pretends that the second referendum is an endpoint. No, 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 it's the start of a new argument. So there, it is a genuinely collaborative, I'm surprised myself, because I'm a cynical reporter, mm -hmm. um, I was surprised myself at how collaborative it has proved to be already, and the, and I, when, even when it started, I sort of thought, oh, I'm sure this the enthusiasm will die down. No, 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 they are, the members are getting more interested and more insistent, and they're sort of seeing how as they see how things they bring up at meetings turn into, <clears throat> turn into articles, they're sort of enjoying it more. Um, and we're quite clear, we sort of come back to, we, in the articles we say, this came out of this meeting. Um, so they can sort of see the, the train through. We're also, um, at the moment, um, if you like, the, the journalism content is, um, at the moment, what we're doing is um, we're publishing a sort of, basically a newsletter, Monday to Thursday, and that's today's, um, and the, we're publishing five long pieces on Friday, Saturday, Sunday, or five pieces on Friday, Saturday, Sunday. The, one of our things that tries to make ourselves different is we try and fit our reporting into five broad themes, so technology, the 100 year life, so longevity, uh, our planet, capital, and belonging, identity. And the purpose of that is partly that all of us come from different institutions. Vera mentioned James Harding, who is from The Times and the BBC. We also have Kerry Thomas, who is the editor of Panorama and the Today Programme. Me, from the FT and Newsnight. Uh, Mary P. Mills, who is the editor of the Guardian Weekend magazine and the Guardian West Coast editor. 
these are all people with ingrained habits of existing news organisations. There's, I hear the Today programme and I'm like, oh, you know, what shall I file for tomorrow? Is it, you know, you get fired with these, with these prompts. And actually the themes are really helpful for reminding us that we are supposed to be taking on incremental stories in a sort of non-incremental fashion. So, the, I mean, climate change is the single worst journalistic problem Go, I mean, actually, Brexit is the worst journalistic problem. Climate change was the worst journalistic problem because things were happening all the time, but nothing ever happened. That was the sort of the, the, the problem it poses. We never got good breaking news on... We never got good news, but we never got good breaking news that we could latch onto. You can never... There's no scoops on climate change, right? The, um, the, so that's part of the purpose of these, being guided by these themes. On a weekend, we're, we're putting out basically conventional news, if I scroll back. We have a, we have a cartoonist as well, she's doing stuff every day. But the, um, uh, if I just scroll back to the weekend, the, um, so here we are, this is the weekend. Um, here's a, so here's a piece by Nick Timmins, which I commissioned on, um, on David Cameron's other legacy. And if you scroll down, it's about, I think, 3,000 words long about what they, like, if we remember David Cameron as just the Brexit Prime Minister, you'll have, you'll have been missing something. Um, so that's quite a good example of a thing there. There's nothing particularly in the news. We've just taken a step back and said, this is something that's worth considering. We think, think people are getting things wrong. There's a lot of, like, basically liberal um, wish fulfillment about the fact that they believe he was a, you know, his was a uniquely great government, except for this one terrible foreign policy era. So our, the conclusion of this piece is, in case you're excited by these things, uh, that it was, uh, it was unfair on Anthony Eden, he's only remembered for series, but it would be great for David Cameron if people only remember his one mistake. So it's pretty brutal. <laughs> anyway, the, um, the, we have a lot of, we're not just doing heavy things, we have a lot of, this is a piece in, basically in praise of hypocrisy. Um, the... Um, one of James's shticks is he sort of say, talks about how it's important to have spinach and cheesecake together, right? That no one wants to just be lectured at. And there is a risk with our five themes that it can feel quite heavy going. And we actually want to sort of retain some lightness of touch. Um, the third bit of the product that I haven't mentioned yet is also there's a book that will be every quarter. So it'll be long pieces. Some of them will be published. Some of them will be things that people who follow the day that will be familiar with. But some of it will be unique to the book. The first one is coming out, I think, in April, um, and it is a it is a sort of scene setter for the for the company, um, rather than a than a, the first. If you like, the regular series will begin, I think, June. Um, the ambition is that I mean, part of our shtick is about news when it's ready. So we sort of there's a lot of the, to be a good reporter is often to be able to take a small incident that has just happened and explain why it matters to the wider world. So you take, this school is going bust. Let's explain the national education problems through the prism of this one micro-institution because this is happening everywhere. And a lot of the problem is that we think is that that becomes a parlor game. So you, every, if you watch lobby correspondence in particular, they sort of continually trying to explain why. Daniel Kaczynski tweeting something is indicative of a wider movement. Like, no, he's just an idiot. Like, he's just like he's just one of six hundred odd MPs, and he's an idiot. Like, there's nothing more. And by sort of 
stepping back by feeling no urge to be particularly timely, we hope that we can do something that is, that is adding context to the world. We're also very keen that we will break stories. We haven't done yet. We have this slight chronological problem of the fact that if you're planning to have things that have like a three-month commissioning pipeline and you're in month one, you don't have enough stuff. So our stuff is being commissioned on shorter time frames at the moment and we hope will be the position from, say, month three or month four, month five. Um, we're currently in a beta mode, so we've been messing around with our publishing timetable to see what our current members like. The, we, so as I said, we're publishing item, five items a day on Friday, Saturday, Sunday with a sort of small newsletter thing through the week at the moment. That was previously we were doing five items a day, Monday to Friday. Um, the, we are still messing around with that stuff. We're still trying to work out what the right schedule is for us and for our readers. The, some have said they really like the new schedule. Some have said they really hate the new schedule. We're gonna have to, some of them are gonna be disappointed, I think. Um, the, but yeah, that's, that's where we are. So I think that's, that's taught us, that's taught us. Could you talk a little bit about the membership and the thinking? Sure. And, so, and also the subscriptions, how, you know, what people are paying and what they're getting. Sure, so, so to start with the question that, that I'm sure is the one that's underpinning a lot of what you're about, question, it's 20 pounds a month. <laughs> for over 30s, for over 30s, it's much cheaper for under 30s, although I cannot remember how much. At the moment, no one is paying that. All of the members who we've got at the moment joined through a thinking, through a, through a Kickstarter campaign. Um, there was a 40% of our members are under 30, were keen to keep the you know, young membership. Um, the, um, the ambition is that um, will grow a long way from that three, 4,000 that we've got at the moment. The, um, we've got another Kickstarter to recruit another batch coming up, and then we'll be a, the regular subscriptions, if you like, will start from April, is my current understanding, although we keep jinking around with that stuff at the moment. Um, the, the members get, I think the plan is the members get basically one thinking ticket a month, and they can actually, they can pay for more if they, well, they, they can, if they don't use them for a while, obviously they get have a load, they'll accrue them. But um, the, about 10 a year, I think they get. And the, um, if they want to go to more, they can pay and go to some more. Um, you know, we'll see how things go. Maybe it'll prove to be that there are a few sort of the power users who want to go to all of them all the time, and actually it doesn't make anything. You know, we have to work out how this pricing stuff will work. We're still sort of very much figuring it out. That's my last question, and then... Yeah, yeah. You've, um, you've worked, you know, for kind of... BFT, which is kind of the lead top-down journalism, mm -hmm. BBC, which is meant as a public sector broadcaster, and the criticism of Tortoise has been that you're serving a very well-served market, a kind of elite, you know, news-heavy, hmm. news news-consuming group anyway. Um, just how would you address that? So I think the... I think the... Uh, the our, we think our addressable market is big and actually not very well-served. So the, it is a common critique of, for example, The Economist, that it, you know, it's, sort of, it's a mile deep and an inch wide on lots of its coverage. The, um, I think the closest analogue to what we're doing at the moment is The New Yorker. It's, sort of, that is our, in terms of being a breaking news outlet, quite a lot of culture. Um, we're hoping that the, the, um, we'll be able to mill the writing to a standard that people will think is of the same, in the same, same league as the New Yorker. The, um, 
and I mean, the in terms of whether there are there's there is competition for what we're doing. There's more competition in the other bits of the market, and lots of it's free. And the um, I, I think we can do better. Like, I mean, I, that's it's not. I mean, we, we think we can build a better mousetrap. Never mind, there are already mousetrap sellers out there. And the the particular combination we're going for of sort of incremental news and breaking, we hope, big stories, is something that we think people will pay for. Yeah, we hope so. We'll find out, I guess. Thanks very much, Chris. Okay.